This is a Demon FM podcast. Hello, welcome back to Demon FM. This is in focus when we're doing the Brexit special. Phil, Woo! do the bong. That doesn't sound very positive. It sounded oh, awful. Wow. Okay. <laughs> that was going to be a triumphant moment. Anyway. Then the fireworks started. Yeah. Okay, then. <laughs> anyway, I'm here with my panel, Amir. Hello. Tom t- three. <laughs> <laughs> Tom three, that's me. Yeah. Hi, how's it going? Phil. Hello. <laughs> and in the corner, Tom. Other yeah. Tom. Just to Tom five. Tom five. Just. You're that bad. Five. You've got to go fifth. Oh, well, thanks. <laughs> I should go and run off and cry. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, let's talk about Brexit. Um, Brexit happened, kind of, sort of, who knows. How are we feeling? Exactly the Did same Brexit as we felt happen? before. I think nothing really changed. Where are the water shortages? Yeah, I know. Where's, what, why have we all been saving up food for months? No what, reason. What, what even happened? In, like, nothing. The- but nothing was ever going to happen because we had the deal. We left with a deal. And then... Um, we haven't really left, have we? No, but we don't really leave till December, so... That's think- when you need to start buying cans of food. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, because everything will be fine. Well, that's we don't why we're having this It's going to be seven years till we actually get a trade deal that was promised. So that you know, and we could still end up with no deal in that regard. But as we well. can make deals in other places of the other parts, uh, parts of the world. Yeah, because I mean, we, we, we had no because we had no trade with anywhere else in the world while in the EU. Because no, because it had to be approved by the EU. That's the whole point. But we were a part of the EU making those See, that's what I'm trade saying. deals. So now what we can do is make our own with Canada and America and we can become, you know, strong, independent. Why are we not proud of our own country? I don't understand what the big issue about leaving the EU is. We should be proud to be British. We should be thinking that Britain's strong enough to withstand Brexit, which I think it is because I've got faith in my country as a patriotic citizen and I think we should all be excited for what's to come because in the long in the short term I accept there might be problems, but in the long term I mean the good thing is is that there's no backstop now. So all right, well, we're getting on to that, Amir. We're getting on to that. <laughs> is that a good thing or is that Amir's opinion? We'll find out. Mm. Um Tom in the corner, how are you feeling? Uh, Tom five, I think, is the official. Term. Yeah, Tom five, how are you feeling? <laughs> um, I think, honestly, um, really, there's not a great deal of great deal of point in uh, remaining so close to the EU, and we should sort of become a little bit more hard Brexiteery. Because what's the point in remaining aligned to but all the EU regulations? I was a Remainer, but what's the point in staying close to the EU, basically becoming a puppet state when, in fact, we could? Well, the point of Brexit surely is to be independent and by remaining closely aligned with the EU we become a puppet state because then we don't actually have any influence on the laws that are passed in the EU that have influence over us. And this is why we didn't want Theresa May's deal. Which is another reason why Brexit was horrendous and well, is horrendous. No. But unfortunately we're here so let's deal with it. Thank so you're, you. So you're, you're being democratic. Sh- so, so the fact that <laughs> so you're, you're a Remainer such as myself yes. because we understand how the economy works etc. And it's one oh. of those where so <laughs> just look at the stats it's it's all there it's not my opinion it's fact. And it's one of those so you would rather have a position where we potentially end up with no deal at all than 
have some alignment. But the point of Brexit was that we aren't subject to EU regulations. We aren't subject to um, EU trade deals. We're not forced to take part in them. We're not supposed, or or we're not, and it becomes easier to do trade deals with other foreign nations. So that was one of the positives of Brexit. And since we're not aligned closely with the EU, we can have our own laws on standards of goods, whether that be animal welfare, um, chemical standards, nuclear standards, all that sort of stuff. And that is one of the positives of Brexit, surely. So should we, before we continue with this, talk about what's actually been done? Mm -hmm. Because it was a big, like, Brexit day. How much has actually been done? (laughs) So um, most of the deal that's happened, the Brexit deal, was negotiated by (laughs) Theresa May's government. But after Mr Johnson, or Boris Johnson, replaced it, her, I say him, in July, he removed the backstop, which we will talk about. Um, A customs border will effectively be creative between Northern Ireland and Great Britain, which means some goods entering Northern Ireland from Great Britain will be subject to checks and will have to pay EU imports or tariffs. Um, Supporters say it will allow the UK to negotiate its own trade deals with other countries, something that is not possible under the backstop. Um, The rest of the withdrawal agreement is largely unchanged from what Theresa May negotiated. This includes, you know, the rights of EU citizens in the UK and British citizens in the EU, which remains the same during the transition. And how much money the EU is to pay, no, how much the UK is to pay the EU, which is estimated to be down to about 30 billion. So mainly like the biggest thing, and I think the thing we should probably accept is the thing of the backstop. This is a thing that was causing like, Mm. I think the biggest split, like, I don't think anyone was really saying we should get rid of the rights of EU people living here. I think it was more about this trade mm. thing called the backs. Some people were, mm-hmm. but not the vast majority. I don't think that's what Brexit was about. No, not the vast really. majority, but there was a very, but, very sizable amount of people. But there's always a sm- there's always a minority of people who have a more radical opinion. Of course. I don't think the vast majority of people were like, oh, well, well get them all out you know Ooh, that's not what it was i think that i just think that that's very a very naive way to and a very left wing way to put it not even left wing just like remainer way to put it because I that's am not, not left wing i am a neoliberal individual uh, that's why i, I changed it to remainer economics. that's why In fact, i remaining it in your opinion remainer. was the most neoliberal thing to that's do that's why I, i'm not disagreeing but that's why i changed it to remainer um I think that that's not the case at all. I think to say that they're all racist, blah, 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 which is what you're suggesting. I'm not suggesting it. Wow. At no point did I say everyone who voted you said Brexit that, was no, racist. You said that they wanted to get them all out. No, was, I think I, some people... I, I agree I think some it, people, but I don't think it was no, the no, majority. No, no. I don't think Tom was saying that. I think he was saying... I think what I was saying was most people are fine with EU yeah. citizens who are already here yeah, staying yes. and UK citizens already saying. But yeah. there is probably a tiny a minority, minority, a very loud minority, which is often what happens... Who are? Yeah, I this. agree. Okay, good. So, um, I think we're all in agreement. I just think we're going yeah, to yeah. yeah, we all just weren't exposing <laughs> ourselves. So how did we feel about the backstop initially? I mean, it's gone. That's a good thing. I think it's a bad thing. Like, it was a bad thing. Not yeah, I mean, gone. it's gone now, so that's good. Can someone <laughs> explain what the backstop is? So, okay. Oh, God. <laughs> Basically. Because... Um, I I get most of the draw. It's about like customs in Northern Ireland because Northern Ireland, I think, is connected to Ireland. Yes. And they have to sort of kind of remain connected because of something called, is it the Good Friday Agreement? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And because of the tension that was caused in the Irish Irish troubles, the Northern Irish troubles, which happened for years in the 20th century. And there's lots of things that you leave the EU and you get rid of this sort of open border which then goes against the Good Friday Agreement, which 
caused a lot of tensions and stuff. Yeah, well, it's yeah, confusing yeah. It's, because it's, of, it's borders. Yeah, it's one of those where it's it's like Northern Ireland is obviously still part of the United Kingdom, so it's connected to us and our Brexit policies in that regard. But with trade and whether or not there'll be a hard or soft border in Ireland as a as a, a sole country, if you were to connect the two, means that Republic of Ireland has to come into it, which means all this other legislation and, and treaties such as the, the Good Friday Agreement have to be taken into account, which has made the whole thing more laborious and, and, yes. and more difficult to deal with. It would be very useful if, if Ireland just became part of the United Kingdom again. No, but that's not, that's that's not very not fair. fair. That's no, not fair on the Irish I think people. the backstop, well, you know, I think, get rid of Northern in Ireland. Theory, <laughs> I, I think in theory, when Theresa May negotiated this, she thought that the backstop was like a good idea because in a sense, it kind of keeps up open border. But it essentially so, donated Northern Ireland to, to the Irish Yeah, no, I don't think Republic. it's a good thing. But I think she thought that it was a, you know, it was the best way to do it because it meant that everyone, the Good Friday Agreement still basically stood and she they could still move freely between the two. But obviously that was just ineffective for joining them with the rest of the UK, which is what caused the problems in the first place. I mean, I mean the Irish did have a referendum on the EU a long time ago. And so if they decide to leave, then it will... They won't leave. I mean, Ireland won't, won't leave the EU. Well, it depends really, doesn't it? It depends. Actually. If there was a border, they said Britain wouldn't leave the EU, but here we are. So, well, so well, I always felt like Britain probably would. This, quite, quite but dependent. This, is, this is depends because it's like, if, it, if they do leave, but the treaty can still be in place and it'll just... And then the Northern Ireland don't, won't have to like follow EU rules anymore. They they can like the UK and um, Republic of Ireland can negotiate. But I think this is very much putting all the blame onto Ireland and Northern Ireland. Is this not just the blame of having Brexit in general, is which has mm-hmm. made this so confusing? More complications. I'm going to say right off the top that I am a Remainer. I still want the UK to remain. I'm not Preach having. It. It's too late now. I'm, Martha, no, I know. You're a rejoiner. No, I know. I'm not. <laughs> I'm a rejoiner. I'm not going to have a complain and like sit and say. It's terrible, but like, I think anyone who knew anything about Northern Ireland, which is why I think it's compulsory, it should be studied, mm. um, would know that this is a terrible idea to leave the EU. But I think it's about making it the most effective way possible, you know, because I did about Northern Ireland, so I know what yeah. happened. And I think that it's about trying to... I don't think that we can live our lives for the rest of however long based on Ireland and Northern Ireland. I just think that that's ineffective. And I think it's about negotiating effectively to make sure that everyone can live in peace, mm-hmm. whether they're part of the EU or not. I think it's about making sure that it can still work. And Ireland, you know, don't go back to how the Troubles was. Yeah, And I think, and I think that that's why... that. But Theresa May's would never have worked her her deal. So even now, there are still ch- there will be checks on on the Irish Sea, won't there, of certain products? The yeah. Irish Sea, yeah. yeah. So Northern Ireland is effectively yeah, now in now. the EU regulatory area. Yeah, effectively. Yeah, effectively. So, we, so now, in this transition period, it is. Yeah. So OSE and and now it won't extend if we somehow. So the whole point is that it's okay. got to be negotiated before. December, uh, yeah. yeah, December at the end of this year. Yeah, we do um, in the next segment have things that need to be negotiated. Yes. It should be talk- also mentioned that things coming to mainland Britain from Northern Ireland will also get tariffs on them, which could, you know, cause a problem <laughs> for some people. I know. wonder, though, would the British government just not apply the tariff? They could just say, would it's the British weird. government just not apply the tariff? Well, they kind of have to apply the tariff. Because we, we, we need to make up the £40 billion that we're losing by not being... Inside yeah, the but EU. We, they wouldn't do that through tariffs. 
Would we? Yeah, but you have no, to you put have a tariff to. because it's or, coming from. Well, what's the yeah? What's the other the other option? You just have a big hole in your frontier. That's all. <laughs> but you know, I mean, uh, really, do we care if the Irish and the Northern Irish are importing into the UK? They're quite a small population. But it's not no. But it's the fact that they can go via Ireland. EU products can go via Ireland. Don't get checked before Ireland. Then come through. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because if you want to keep remain, but yes, if you want to, we could have, and all this would have been spared. Yeah, if you want to keep the open border between Northern Ireland and Ireland, which is sort of after you have to put checks in the Irish Sea, checks in the Irish Sea. I'm not going against that. That's just how it works. Because otherwise, you'd put checks before Ireland, but then Ireland never voted to leave, so they don't want the checks. Yeah, it would be, of course, quite useful if Ireland became part of the UK's regulatory. No, leave the Northern Ireland. Leave the UK. How many Irish people there are? Nexit. How many, how many Irish people are Okay, but let's not... Let's you not, know, let's not try and say Ireland's Ireland. not a country. Well, in let's here. Not oh, Wales is a country. Oh, Tom, <laughs> don't do this again. No, Wales isn't a country. Okay. Oh, right, let's All right, get off. Phil, take it away. It's <laughs> 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 quality. <laughs> There you go. I just killed everyone in the car. Oh, Bang. God. Okay. <laughs> what is that noise? It kind of sound like a car crunch. <laughs> yeah, my granddad's just had a heart attack. Is your granddad listening? He listens every week. Hello, granddad. This is dark. Anyway, let's talk about, we've talked about what's been agreed, you know, the backstop rights, but let's talk about what still needs to be agreed. There are six major points. Trade, law enforcement, data sharing and security. Aviation standards and safeties, access to fishing waters, supplies of electricity and gas, licensing and regulation of medicine. So let's start with trade because I feel like we kind of touched on it, but who do you want to trade with? Just a free trade agreement. That's it. Yeah, but you can't have that. Because you left re- the realistically, <laughs> realistically, you can't go through and have all the benefits of a club without paying to be in the club. Well, it no. It, it, no, no, no. It's not that. It's having. It's agreeing to a free trade agreement. But they're not going to agree. But that's to the that. whole point of the EU. In essence, is to promote this idea of free they're trade. They're not going to agree to it because if they agree to it with us, then they're going to have no EU left because everyone's going to leave exactly, just to try and get a free because trade. Because if agreement. Britain could leave. Because if Britain could leave and get all of the same benefits of being inside the EU, then who would pay to be inside the EU if we could get all the same benefits while being outside? Now, now here's the thing, though. Like, we're going to leave. Well, we've left now, and that's it. But, like, the EU, how are they going to survive? Without us. They we hardly contributed anything. They do depend on us they depend a lot. On they don't depend they on us But, but we, they won't want a free trade agreement with us because they'll just get other people, like we will get other people to provide us with the things that they provide us with. They will get other people to provide what we provide them with to provide them with. What we need is a decent de- trade agreement with them that works effectively for both us and the EU. And we are then able to go to other people parts of the world and make trade agreements with them that we wouldn't have previously been able to make with the EU. Amit, do you genuinely think they would give us a free trade deal? I mean, not on everything. But it's, okay, It depends, doesn't it? It depends on what things it is, right? So they maybe, I don't know. Stuff like agriculture, they're never going to give us a free trade agreement okay. on because of the dominance of the French government in that sector. Or something like... Um, 
But I'd probably do like a, a reduced tariff. A fisheries, for example. Maybe a reduced tariff. But a reduced tariff Tariffs. isn't a free trade agreement. That's the whole point. So I mean, why yeah, would we why could... would we want to take something that is less than we had already? It's, I know I get you know it's because done it's now. Because it's for the other benefits. It's not just you know you can't just think about the EU on this like what the largest free trade block in the world. But Can that we have doesn't. It's still then? only a very small percentage of the uh, overall economy. Because I rather enjoy the free movement because it allowed me to go on holiday without thinking about too much. I got my passport and it just left. Yeah. And forty and forty percent of our NHS workforce was was came from from free movement from the yeah. EU. So and that's going to be work. really great when when that's still struggling. But and it's we, about and we, promoting it to other people I mean, in the UK, promoting British citizens. The propaganda machine. I mean the free <laughs> the free movement of people. I think that's for, I, I'm glad uh, that's I'm glad it's gone. Like what? How are you glad it's How gone? How are you glad? I, think, I mean, not glad, but like it's alright. Our facilities it's, are overstretched, but not I think, because, I think it needs to be a bit that. more controlled in a way. Controlled. Like, but we're people, are we not all people? Why should we yes. not travel freely without okay. state intervention? It's not about your okay. holiday, I'm sorry. What's it's wrong with my holiday? holiday. You, you people have interrupted yeah. okay, my holiday. Travelling freely. I may continue. If you think about travelling freely, why not have like this... Like that, well, like how we have this visa waiver program where you have ninety days where you go abroad, you don't have to worry about. But I want visa cost money. Stop thinking about your holiday. What if I want to go and work no, or point, live in the, Europe, which the which the majority of immigrants do? But, the majority of immigrants through free movement come over and work and contribute to the economy more than they the, take but out. But this they, is the point with how are me and Martha going to get a house in Northern Italy and just disappear for six months because at a time? If you provide that producer if you provide for Northern France, yeah. Then you'll be allowed to stay. But right. I don't My want to theory, do that. Though. I just want to sit in a house then, and just read books and things. But then like that. that's the, that's the point. Why should we have people come to the UK, benefit off our resort res, res, resources? <laughs> but, and but people have not, done that. If from the not, UK have gone, but to I don't eat. think that that's fair My either. Parents did it for like eighteen. But I think, think if they're not providing for their country, the, the country that they live in. Why? How is it fair to expect them to have like the NHS and I, I get things that. like that? I get that. Fair. But all of the facts and all of the independent studies show that immigrants that come on free movement from the EU put more into the economy than they take out. So what's so unfair about that? But there's not, and that's why. That's why I'm not saying we should have no immigration at all ever. We just need to build our. But it's through the it. ease of free movement. No, because we'll still have people. Look at Australia. Australia still has lots of immigrants. Australia's uh, got one of the worst immigration systems in the world. In the does. 1980s, you could buy a visa and a work permit, as well as your plane ticket to Australia, in the infamous ten pound ticket. Woo-hoo! You could do that because they were so desperate. But we're people. not in the 1980s anymore. No but, no, no, but they still need the work people now because their point system isn't working. It's one of the biggest internship and work placement countries in not? the entire world because Australia but that's does because not have people. Then why not because because like a work permit? If they're having visa, work, yeah, if they're on work placement, they're providing for the okay, country. Okay, 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 okay. Or, we, or, shout over. or we can offer free movement like we consciously decided to do for 30 plus years and have an economy that was growing as a result. Well, but we've a, now decided we don't not know if to. That's what but that, the, the then that's the same. That's what, the work, the workforce, and and the economy being progressed. Same. Well, no, but I'm saying we don't know what it would have been like had we not joined the EU. You can't, you cannot t- say. You can model, can't you? Well, you can because you can compare it to before we were in the EU. No, because times have changed massively. <laughs> yeah, because we've been in the EU where it's been progressive with I'm free saying. trade. So you don't know what situation we'd be in now if we'd never been in the EU. You don't know. I, I feel like you two. <laughs> all right, all right. What did you gonna? What were you gonna say? 
Uh, to be honest, like free free movement should be done in a way it should be controlled. So but then it's it not free movement. Free movement. Controlled free movement. Movement of people should be controlled. That is hot ice cream. The reason why I say sorry. The reason why I say I don't want free movement is because. I think there'll be a point where we'll just have so many people. But pre nineteen twenty, there were no rules in immigration, and nothing happened. Yeah, but now there was no great flood. It was nineteen twenty. What's the difference between then and now? Why have we suddenly become so anti-liberal and so anti-free movement of people? We're all humans. Why do we care? This overcrowding is overcrowding is a ridiculous overcrowding is a ridiculous argument, and I will tell you why in a very simple statement that every single person in the world could, if they stood linking arms, could stand on the Isle of Man. That's over seven billion people. So I don't think that having a few million immigrants come to the EU that are contribu- uh, coming to our country from the EU that are contributing to the economy is really going to be that much of a disaster. I mean, or, but, but, but we like, need, Scotland right, empty, in the 19th... Well, you, well <laughs> shift them all to Scotland then. Well, they don't, like the Scottish then the government have been demanding they, some No, but the problem of... is they come to the same area. They don't... When we have immigrants over here, it's not dispersed equally in the middle of yes, Scotland or whatever. they end up in the southeast. They end up in the same places, and then yeah. those places become very, very... The such facilities become Such as where I live. You know, if you lived in a place where it was a problem, you'd understand the fact of the matter is... But is it a problem? Yeah. What if, is it a problem down to immigrants, or is it down to government underfunding mm-hmm. certain That's areas? It could be both. It could be both. In which case, hopefully, the EU will leaving the EU will knock some sense into the government because the vast majority of no- voters for Boris Johnson's government have been in the north in areas like where I live and that's the point and that's why there's going to have to put more funding there which means that things will be sp- split more evenly hopefully and result in hopefully better facilities and less overcrowding in these facilities in areas where traditionally there is high levels of immigrant introduction into the area okay but i just feel like by taking a lesser trade deal which ultimately whether we get a trade deal with europe or not it's not going to be and we could all accept that it's not going to be as 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 good as the one we have now like because it simply can't be they wouldn't give they wouldn't give us that deal how are we going to have an economy that's generating more money with more funding if we're coming out of the eu with a lesser deal with the biggest trade block in the world and having to rely on people like donald trump to make our other trade deals with us because that might be you might not like donald trump i personally you know wouldn't vote for him but at the end of the day we have the chance now and the opportunity to go bigger and better than we could have done whilst in the EU because we were under EU regulation to make trade deals with parts of the world that we wouldn't have had our own you know we could never have had our own deal with and I think that it's an exciting and prosperous time and something that we should look forward to the future maybe not maybe not the near future as in the next year next two years but in the distance I think that we will see a big improvement in where we get goods from how our trade deals work that we would have seen had we stayed in the eu i think i think it's just while i want to be optimistic with you know the whole prosperity argument i just think that with the current climate with the value of the pound and and the economic projections i think that it's a simple matter of us throwing ourselves on the floor to show we can get back up again okay let's i think you've made both made interesting points there no one's budging on any of this let's talk about something that was talked about a lot about these fishing waters, about mm-hmm. the EU fishing water standards. Ah, oh, the fishies. Tom, do you want to talk about that quickly? I mean, from my perspective, it's a very small uh, part of the UK economy and I really 
don't so I wouldn't say I don't care. It's a very important sector, but it's very, very small, isn't it? What's isn't it something like six percent of mm-hmm. GDP? Yeah. It's a pathetically small amount in comparison to like the city of say the city of London, which is over ten percent of the UK GDP. You know. If you were a fish fish fisherman. fisherman. Fish, fishy. Fish. Oh, I don't want to be called you would by care. fishermen. If you were a fisherman, you would care. Well, I'm sure I would, but then you know, if a Spanish fisherman's going to fish for me, then why am I fishing myself? That's true. <laughs> this is kind of how the EU works, uh, to be honest. I mean, I mean, this—that's just fishing waters is just complex in, in itself because you got, I, we got because we we're, we're like in the middle, like we're just going to have like fishing waters of the EU surrounding us. But that's, we also don't have that. the ships to protect the fishing water. So even if even if we decided suddenly to make it illegal for Spanish fishermen to fish in our fishing waters, we couldn't do anything about it. Really, we just haven't got the coastal. Well, patrol no, because if you saw a Spanish person fishing in your fishing waters, you could. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my fist out and start shouting. Remember, like the, the was it, what was the great fishing war of? There's a big fishing war between the Spanish boats and the British boats, and the army, uh, navy briefly got involved in the 80s. I think. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I've heard I didn't expect that. to see that on BBC News today. No, no. I was like, it might just been under a rock. No, I, um, I think. I think the fishing waters does. Yeah, rightly, it, it, it is. It's relatively complex in terms of you know in, in terms of logistics as most trade deals post brexit are going to be um but i think that yeah it's, it's a small part of the economy and i don't think so crucial to the point where it would impact the the quality of the overall deal like it's not it's not a make or break i don't think i i can agree with Phil. i think it is for some people i think ah. some people are, if it's their livelihood yeah okay there, there will need to be some sort of agreement like this one's gonna be this is a tough one and a and we're not going to suddenly ban British fishermen from fishing in their own waters. Yeah. We're just going to no. say that Spanish fishermen can fish here and French fishermen If they've got their own little fishmonger in the middle of Scotland, for example, it's their own business. They go out or have people go out, collect their fish, then they go back and sell. It's not fair to, for you to be like, oh, well... They've been well, doing it for the last 50 oh, well, years, Yeah, they? but now what if some Spanish person came and stole all their fish? But no, they don't You'd... own the fish. They're part of Yeah, Earth. but they they're go and collect fish. them. And it's in that area. Yeah, but it's it's unfair time. for them to be taken back so to Spain. So the fish move. No, it's so that's weird. not fair. It's so weird to hear you two go fair. like... You could, the you fish could fish belong in, in Britain. They're yeah. fish. They're our fish. <laughs> they have our accent. Own the fish. We don't haven't labelled no, no, or established. No, it's not fair that that's that So, so no, under international law. But right. how can you make a fish under international law? It's a fish. <laughs> no, you see, I just feel sorry for <laughs> yeah. the fishmonger. The fishmonger's his business. And if you say to him, "Oh well, it's all right," because that's only a small percent of the economy. You know, ten percent of that. Go to London, and then you'll be more. Well, call me a neoliberal. They'll go and get it. Move to London. Go and get a banking job. But that's not fair. That's not you fair. should be promoting self-employment. That's, oh. not, that's not what everybody in London is like. We're not all just bankers. It's himself. Itself. No, it's but it's self-employment because he's gone and he's started his own fish fund. Well, why has he done that when there aren't any fish left? Because someone fished them. But that's the problem. Them. There aren't any fish left because the EU is stealing off it. They are not. It's not. It's not <laughs> okay, I've heard many ridiculous <laughs> Brexit claims. I was joking. I was say the EU stealing off fish. I was being sarcastic. Phil, claim satire. Claim satire. Uh, let's talk about I think the other thing that I think is causing worry for lots of people this one is the licensing and regulation of medicines because medicine is often is it 
That's a creative. Do you know that used to be based manif- in Britain as well? The, this is the, the problem. Everything's, the Everything's EMA gone abroad. Yeah, it's moved. It's no, moved but, I mean, to... the medicine, medicine's regulatory agency, whatever it's called, I can't remember, yeah, was based in the UK. I think it moved to Amsterdam. to the Netherlands. Because I have a friend's... Uh, someone I know works it's there. It's another <laughs> area we've lost control on. No. Not that Brexit is bad, but I'm just I saying... Mean, you want a hard Brexit, well, so... Well, no, we've done it now, so we've got to go full steam ahead towards free trade agreements with everyone and no regulatory okay. alignment. Just having a look at some pills that I bought to see where they're from. <laughs> where are they from? Oh, don't Boots. make me do this. It doesn't say. Croydon, but I don't think they were made in Croydon. Made in Croydon? Okay. I didn't know there was uh, a... The Croydon medicine market <laughs> booming these days. Do you not... I don't know if any of us would truly worry about medicine because maybe none of us are on repeat prescriptions. Nope. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know no, your but, life. I think... but is this not a fear for people who rely yeah. heavily on yes, medicine? It's, it's so much more uncertainty that it's still coming with the whole Brexit thing i mean the whole process this next year I mean, we've already had three years of it but this next year while we're struggling to to make all of these these trade deals and, and regulation deals like things like medicines and fishing waters and as well as the the trade deal itself they're all going to come under this umbrella of complete uncertainty for so many people i don't think the medicines will be a big thing though, will it? most but it'll probably come to a some, some like sensible agreement i'd like to think work. not but you not don't know like if... fishing which is clearly contains a lot of vitriol and anger for years, our fishing waters, oh, oh, oh. whereas pharmaceuticals, does anyone care? No. Yes. And I don't think anyone people care. Pharmaceuticals, no. care. pharmaceuticals care. No. Pharmaceuticals. And one of the biggest... Well, if they're dying because they've not got their tablets, then I think it might. Well, that's pharmaceuticals, why they won't be a problem. No, but it's one of the biggest it. markets in <laughs> the world. So, no. of course, <laughs> the EU and Britain are going to want to sort of not lay claim to it, but this isn't like... This is... You talk about this like people having this... They won't trivialise it or like use it against things. But people do use this kind of stuff against other people. Look at the American healthcare system. It's true. It's like, true. But I, mean, I can't imagine any... I think the deal will be made very quickly regarding medicine. I don't think it will. I think that it will have to be because I think if Boris Johnson can't negotiate a deal on medicine, he'll he'll never get in and he'll be voted out quite quickly. And I think that's the point. Like, I think medicine is, as you were saying if I hadn't interpreted it incorrectly, is that you, um, that like fishing water is fishing water, but medicine, it's people's lives on the line. So they will have to make a deal. Is that what you were trying to say? Yeah. It's just that like fishing water can take, for the last 30 years, the the, the press have been peddling stuff about that constantly. And it's in people's minds about what they care about for some reason. I suppose maybe it's to do with territory. I don't know. But whereas medicine... I think generally most people agree that it's unnecessary and that we will come to an agreement pretty quickly. But, yeah, I'm not disagreeing that it's unnecessary, but it's a very expensive necessary and it is one of the biggest sort of things in the world. Pharmaceuticals make plenty of money. So why would the EU just be happy to create this sort of easy flow um, deal on something that does make a lot of money in comparison to fishing, which I don't want to be rude, could probably slowly die out considering the fish becoming very low there is a cod shortage there's a, a cod national shortage. cod shortage and it has been since 2017 do you but not think though that the us leaving the eu provides us with the opportunity to enter a pharmaceutical market I, that we maybe wouldn't yeah, have entered I do, but that takes, before that i do but that takes interested. years to create yeah, years and, and years People don't have years on years if this is medicine their no. life is dependent on. And that's on. why I think that an agreement will be reached. I think we might have to take some of the stick for it and the burden because obviously they're going to want to try and be, mm-hmm. they might try to be a bit difficult. But I think that the 
UK have to prepare for that because if you know they can't you can't get away with scrimping when it comes to people's medicine. Yes. But I do think that a good thing, and this is what I've said about Brexit all along, maybe in the short term, yeah, there will be negatives, but I think in the long term, we can be more prosperous because it enables us to enter a market that we previously probably wouldn't have entered and we'd have got complacent and thought, oh, well, it's okay because the EU can provide us with our tablets. Oh, I'm now not sure we though, can... that that's going to happen because it, it's an incredible... if we want to export to the EU yeah. and they export to us, then they won't want imports from India coming in that aren't regulated and then finding their way through because they're not checked in Britain, if that makes sense. They'll be imported into the UK, then packaged, and then sent into the EU, no, and the EU won't allow that. But what I'm saying is we can have factories or labs yeah. or whatever and create these But where medicines. are they going to be exported to? What about if America want our tablets? They or? won't. Their pharmaceutical company, yeah, Big Pharma, is Because they, they're making money but off people being places. ill. This is, are, this is the horrible thing about being a tiny market amongst a very, very large market. But we market. can find somewhere to export them. But we might not export Antarctica. them to the EU. This is the, But this is so... For all those... It, it's just so wishy-washy. It's so wishy-washy. It's, oh, yeah, we'll find somewhere. Where? We'll find somewhere. It might be bad in the short term. Let's go through all of this, but we'll just but grin and bear it. Point. And we'll Where? throw ourselves on the floor... On That's the basis, what we've done for years. No, on the basis well, that it is going to get it will, much better. It will. Where's, where's the evidence of that? I have yet to find an economic. There's none. <laughs> There's none because the whole because every but top it, economist in the no, world tells you it's going to be a disaster. It's, it's how much scaremongering have we had? It's not scaremongering. It's economic modelling. It's independent. It's not scaremongering for people to be scared about medicine. No, and I'm where not. It's no, I'm not from. disagreeing with the medicine thing. I'm not disagreeing. No, I know with you're that. not. We've but, had enough but, of experts. They say, ah, all left wing, all expert advice says that there is no, there's no real evidence to show that things would. Get but better. they're not. Then they're, they're looking at the short term. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're not. I think I've months. seen projections up to twenty years time. That's not. That's very in the grand scheme of things. I wouldn't call that long term. That what's, is, what's that long is term then? Like fifty plus. Like so, we'd have to have. Fi- so we'd, hang, so we'd have to <laughs> no, have fifty, it's not 50 years, years of no, 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 absolute turmoil. I can't wait to be in my seventies. <laughs> so when we're it's not seventy and retiring, it's fifty years of it. You know. Being as maybe as it is now, but we can't predict I, in fifty years. But I don't right? think people saying, want another fifty years. People, but I, think I don't that's, think that's fair on and, the British people. I think people would have had fifty. Year, people know that they would have had fifty years of this, if not worse, had we stayed in the EU. That's ridiculous. The, the economy has grown year on year inside the EU. I mean, but there have been many struggles with the EU. There are many flaws. I mean, the economy. I mean, yeah, no one is denying things. there are flaws it, with the EU, and that's why yeah. I think Brexit. It gives us a change. It gives us something that to. To get past that, like stagnant, we're all saying the same. We're all sitting. Here I don't in disagree the with it in that regard. I would just like to see this whole. I'd like to see some evidence go along with the. Yeah, it will be. It will be tough in the short term, but in the long term, it will be better. Instead of. But it how will. can you predict these things? Because you can't. It, but that's, and that's the point. Why. So, so you can't predict that it will be worse. No, well, well, you we can, can because we've you got, can't. Economic you we've can't got we've got no, statistics. You can't predict these things because you, it's it's too it's too it's the EU I'm it's us having a chat it's basically me. two people having a chat and hoping they come to a decent no, agreement. Remain has statistics. Brexit has no, false promises. What I'm, no, guesses. What I'm, it will. But you're not listening will. to what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, how can we decide as economists what 
the EU and the UK will decide. We can't because, because even, the the, EU even will they bully don't us know. Because they are the world's largest consumer market know. and they can just say and, no, whereas but, we cannot yeah, afford but to do that. We, we, there's no knowing what the outcome but will there be. Is really. there's, you there can, isn't. You can make basic there predictions, isn't. though. But you can make basic predictions about if we'd voted to leave or remain and that was wrong. And that's, that's the point. point. But mm. that's the point. You can't predict what two, can. two people, what Boris Johnson... And you know what? Someone, whoever he's talking to at the time, you can't agree you, what they will decide. You can make a you prediction. Can't. Of course, you yeah, can. but you can make a prediction, but it's it might a, not it's be a accurate. It's a, a consumer block of five hundred million people in comparison to a block of what's the population of the UK? Sixty-six million, something mm. like that. It's a pathetically small. It's a bit like us dealing with America. Americans can just bully us and say what to do, and they can bully us even more without the protection of an EU trade deal. Yeah. So if we were to go out with no deal, heaven forbid, we would literally be in Donald well, we Trump's... Haven't, yeah, but no, we haven't yet. That's the point. It's still a possibility. There's more uncertainty. Until we actually get some certainty, which we would have had inside the EU, but okay, you know, times have changed. Without that certainty, that's why there's well, there's so much debate and, and, and so many problems in the UK, because now the value of the pound is at rock bottom. The economic projections are absolutely horrendous. It and did go up, though, after the general election. Oh, I'm but the same saying. is... Well, it's gone back down well. since, since Friday. It's gone back down. So there we it's, are. It's weird. It's weird though. But if I just currently think... it's at pound is at one pound at one year one point seventeen. So that hasn't that, changed a lot. Well, it has. It used good. to be sixty six p when yeah. we first went to France in two thousand three. I mean, I mean, it's not. It's not bad. It's, it's, it's not bad, quite bad. That's near parity. I mean, over the last few but, months. Again, oh, no, no. Over the last it's few about months, the long it's... term. Oh, no, but long I don't term. think the long term. Uh, exactly, it's even worse. Europe is in decline, unfortunately. China's on the rise and becoming increasingly yeah. rocky. Europe is in decline, so that's the I mean, point. But the point was is that we Europe could to stand fall, together. But we don't want to fall with the rest of the EU. Well, we're not, we won't. Oh, ah. <laughs> I mean, at the moment, moment, of course. Okay, 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 Tom, 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 different thing, different thing, different thing. It's not, it's about the the power of of other countries. Amir, what were you going to say? I think the power of the the euro is not not doing very well, which is like, which is showing something. Like the EU, it's not. The euro is very risky. It's a job we never go in. It's predictions on. And if we are related to the euro, the pound will also suffer at the same time as well. No, I just, I just think that it's, it's. I would love to see. If, if, if I'm completely honest, I look at the, you know, look at the six things we've been talking about, um, among other things that need, still need to be decided by. Uh, so it's December, isn't it? It's December thirty first. Yeah. So we've got a year. New year. So, yeah, exactly. So, we, so we have just under, we have just under a year. Um, I personally, with all of the complications and the length that it's taken just to get something on the table. So far, I don't know for sure it could happen. I know because it will. I understand that argument, but it's one of those where I don't know if all of those things will definitely be but decided. The, you saying that it's taken us this long to get here mm. isn't isn't a very valid point. It's taken that long because of British government. It's not taken that long because the EU couldn't pull the finger out, or because we didn't try and pull our finger out. This it's is because true. of par- Parliament yeah. refusing to agree on anything. So you can't say that it's taken three years because of the difficult negotiations because that's not the case. No, it's I, taken three years because people have been time-wasting yeah, and time-wasting. Agreed, agreed. This agreed. Though, has I been think gridlocked. that Boris's deal will actually be one of the softest Brexits physically possible because he doesn't have to pander to his Brexiteer MPs anymore. He He's got an 80 majority. Now he can just... He can just come with a deal, any deal, basically, and they will vote for it. Okay, on that same... It's dangerous. Way, way well, way. it's government. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To sort of summarise this up, how long do we think Brexit is going to take? Because we're months. apparently leaving, was it December? I think we'll leave in I December. think we're leaving with, with, with a deal. With a deal. At least seven years. Seven years. Mm-hmm. 
Phil, you're saying December with a deal. I think. <laughs> I'm asking, I want to know when do you think we're going to leave think, with well, a deal? That, that's what all the top, all the top economists are saying. Seven that, years. That is, it will be seven years to negotiate the Canada-style deal that we are trying to go for. It wouldn't surprise me if we end up something like Switzerland, where they got so many treaties, haven't they, with the EU? Unless, unless you basically. take unless you take an, a no deal or such a soft Brexit approach that. You can get all this legislation. We, we are literally unraveling 30 plus years of legislation. This is the things that people understand. That it's such a long process. It's not vote out on Thursday, leave on Friday. And it, and it never will be that way. All of the top economists with their projections, with based on historical fact and evidence, have said it's going to take at least seven years to get the deal that Boris is currently promising. So that's why I think it will take seven years. Anything yeah. from the host, Martha? No, I just think... I think we're going to... I think we're going to I think we're going to leave. someone killed over in the yeah. studio. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot oh, to take in. No, I think seven we're, years. No, seven years. I think we're going to leave at the end at the end of December, right? That's that's probably going to... That that's going to happen one way or another. Because he's got the such deal, a big majority. He's like, got a majority. Oh, no, but I don't think it will be a parliamentary wants. problem. I don't, I don't think it will be the gridlock of parliament like it has been for the last three years. Like they, like we said, they because of the election, they can't hold up any Brexit. Uh, you know, once the deal is on the table, it can get voted through, voted through straight away. It's but, just one of those where no, but but there's so careful. much legislation to go through. You don't go through 30 years of legislation in one year. It doesn't happen. Oh, no, no, it's no, 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 I, I, I get what you mean because... Um, because that's that that's impossible to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you would have to go through. Yeah, there's first readings, second readings, and then yeah, then, I how, know, then, I then how then how are we going to leave would, in December? That would that no, I think that would that would take a few years to get through. What I'm trying to say is, is that a deal with it, like a deal, like let's say a trade deal, uh, trade deal, law enforcement, all that lot would get done probably no, by but the, no because you have to unravel all the legislation to is, do that trade but deal. everybody but the laws can see that but by December things will start to have changed so like after December it's very unlikely when you I, go on your holidays I'm intrigued you'll be queuing like oh we haven't gone to in that yet. the in the normal oh, I in the about that. outside EU queue oh and we're going to be like in the long and, queue yes, but that's the point the this people. is all it's we might not have a trade deal as such by December but we will start seeing big drastic changes more so than we saw after the 31st of, 31st of, you wake up on the 1st of February life rolled on it was yeah. exactly the same whereas i think from next year we will start to see changes and evidence of us having left the EU. And I, and I think finally, just to add on, I think I think I'm going to say around. My prediction is around July, August time, we will see these deals, and we'll mm-hmm. we'll see we'll have a bigger picture as whether we're going to be leaving at the end of the year or not. That's my prediction. The bones of Brexit. Yeah. Well, join us in July when I will be graduated, and we won't want to keep talking about this. <laughs> anyway, um, that's all for us this week, and that's been a very interesting show. Um. Next week's show is on the fence, but we'll see how we're doing because currently the news is all a little dry. Mm. But anyway, thanks guys for being on here. It's um, okay. Thank like you. Said, oh no, is it over? Well, don't worry, because if you head on over to Demon FM Podcasts on Anchor, you can listen to all of our other podcasts as well as keep an ear out for any new episodes. You can also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and more. Go on, have a listen. I support you.